Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. We have a really fun series of podcasts that we're going to be creating for all of you guys. Or, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, YouTube videos. And this is what should a realtor, what should a real estate agent be posting on social media? Now, as we have always said, and we talk about this extensively in our best-selling book, Harris Rules, we are strong proponents of the uh, you know, the proactive lead generation being your primary source of business. But how did, how do you actually break that down? Well, it's really pretty simple. 80% of your time should be spent doing proactive lead generation. That's the efforts. Those are the efforts that are going to have the shortest, uh, you know, a shortest link between your effort and results. Uh, and the rest of the time you should be doing the passive stuff. The passive stuff ultimately is designed to reinforce the proactive stuff. And social media, frankly, is one of the best ways of doing that. Um, and if you do it correctly, and we're going to give you uh, a whole bunch of ideas, a specific drill down plan on what you should be doing for the entire year. When you do it correctly and you do it in conjunction with a proactive lead generation, you really have created a real, um, you know, a real juggernaut that can build your business going forward. So thanks for joining us. Of course, this is Tim and Julie Harris, and this is a real estate coaching radio. This is our podcast and YouTube show. So please like, and subscribe and add comments and questions if you're listening on YouTube. And we do appreciate all the dozens of, uh, five-star reviews that you guys have given us over the last few weeks on our iTunes channel. So we certainly appreciate your support and we absolutely love and adore all of you guys for allowing us the honor of being your real estate coaches. That's right. So what should you post on social media and how should you be thinking about that? That's what we're talking about today. We're talking primarily about realtor posts on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. So as you know, if you're a regular listener, we talk a lot about what not to post, like anything political, overly opinionated, etc. So now we're going to start talking about what you should post. Ask yourself what you're trying to accomplish with your posts. There are actually four specific goals for your goals for your posts to accomplish for you. So this could be called how to get the most from your posts, right? So <laughs> number one. Realtor social media should establish you establish you as the go-to source for all things real estate in your market. So when you're making your posts, you should be market specific. If you sell real estate in Laguna Beach, California, you need to be mentioning that. Maybe you also sell in Laguna Woods or Aliso Viejo, but be specific. So where we're working up to is guys, Julie has created, well, Julie and I created, how many weeks is it? How many is it? 38. 38 week plan, mm -hmm. 38 sort of an arbitrary number, but that's okay. It might end up. Well, I stopped at 36 and then I kept thinking of other things. Well, you know so. what? If we're at 38, frankly, we just <laughs> always got out of go bonus. To, we ought to go to 52, I, honestly, I know, I probably but won't. these are going to be specific drill down ideas of what you could be doing every single week. And you could just plug those ideas in week one is this week two is that, but it's not just going to be a random idea. Well, today you're going to talk about this. What we're going to do is for every single one of those ideas, we're going to tell you, give you three action items. 
So here's the idea. We want you to do X. And then here are the specific elements in this specific video that you need to be doing. And this is what the result is. Now, and we're going to tell you how to format the video. We're going to tell you how to also put in a CTA or a call to action so you're actually getting a response for it. We're going to tell you how to format your uh, video on YouTube and, all, and on Facebook and all the rest of it. Ultimately, you've got to remember, you have to treat social as a supportive mechanism for your proactive lead generation. If you try to do it just on its own and you try to see, so, treat social as your only uh, driver of leads, what's gonna happen is it's gonna be too inconsistent and frankly, you're probably going to suffer some really deep uh, you know, financial swings, ups and downs. So if you're doing the proactive lead generation and you're supporting with all the passive stuff that we're gonna talk about, you've created something truly, as I said earlier, a juggernaut. Make sure you don't conflate what I'm saying. And this is the problem what's going on in the industry right now. So many agents are just doing the passive stuff and not doing the proactive stuff. We've always explained to you that the passive stuff has a place, but it has to happen after you've done the proactive stuff. Proactive being you, you know, calling somebody, having a direct conversation, you actually in motion having a conversation with someone about buying or selling a home. That is, you know, voice to voice, belly to belly, face to face, right? That's proactive. Passive is all the other stuff, the digital stuff, even mailing, any th sort of branding, any sort of anything like that. Anything that's designed to hopefully have it so that uh, they will call you. The passive stuff is designed to make them call you the proactive stuff. And I'm using call in the generalist of terms, right? A uh, contact, we should say. And then obviously proactive is you contacting folks. You're going to get faster results, more consistent results, if you put 80% of your efforts in really frankly even more towards the proactive and you spend the rest doing the passive. Don't be confused about that. Now this uh, plan that Julie and I are gonna be talking about is going to be available for you to download in section one of Premier Coaching. And Premier Coaching is absolutely free. We want every single one of you to join Premier Coaching. Not only are you gonna get this plan that we're working on now and we're gonna be presenting to you guys the overview of it on the podcast, but you're also gonna get a DISC personality test. You're gonna get the scripts, the objection handlers that we talk about. You're gonna get, I mean, there's so much. All the content that we're giving them in, um, when they join Premier is really extraordinary. And one of the, you're getting our 90-day massive action plan, the real estate survival guide. You're getting all these really incredible plans that will make it, and it all makes sense. It's not just a big bunch of PDFs that you're gonna download. It's very well organized and you can decide at what pace you're gonna go at. Maybe you don't need a specific 90-day plan because maybe you've already got momentum, but you really wanna drill down on, say for example, your social plan. Well, that is gonna be waiting for you over on Premiere. And like I said, it's absolutely free and the best part, at least I hope you'll agree it's the best part, is you do get a daily semi-private coaching call with one of our new member coaches. You get a daily semi-private coaching session where you can you know, log in and there's the coach, you can ask questions, and you are then gonna become part of of our coaching community. It is free. Just text the word premier to 47372. Text the word premier to 47372. And when you do, you can just sign up and there's no strings attached. So just text the word premier to 47372. In the first 30 days, is absolutely free. So text the word premier to 47372. If you're outside of the continental United States, like we are in Puerto Rico, right? The texting doesn't necessarily work. So in those cases, you have to go to, or I'm sorry, you have to go to members timandjulieharris.com members m-e-m-b-e-r-s dot timandjulieharris t-i-m-a-n-d-j-u-l-i-e-h-a-r-r-i-s dot com and you can uh, sign up there again it's for free and of course if you're listening to us on youtube or watching us on youtube and listening to us on our um you know itunes or spotify the notes and all the links are right there in the, the show description 
All right, so point number two, real estate agent posts should connect your center of influence more closely to you and engage them in conversation. This is probably my favorite use for this and, and notice what Tim said. None of these things are instead of proactive lead generation. They are all in addition to. So don't expect these things by themselves to be great lead generators. They are in addition to, and why I like number two, it's to connect you better with your center of influence so that let's say that I run into you in the grocery store, you're a past client of mine, and I can say, hey, I noticed that your twins graduated from high school. Wow, what a beautiful ceremony. I noticed your pictures online. Now that in itself didn't cause you to list your house with me, but it also, it does make you feel more connected to me. Like you really are truly part of our center of influence so that when you run into somebody who has a house to sell, you're going to also refer them to me. But that's ideally. an awesome, but that really truly is an awesome example. Mm -hmm. If you're using social to re now the flip side will happen too. Mm -hmm. You're in the grocery store and you just listed house over at one, two, three Elm street. And you did a video of it. You put it up on YouTube and talked about the merits of it. It wasn't even fancy or well-produced just as a great video of a house being for sale and you're, you know, buying the carrots, the person comes up to you and maybe it's one of your centers of influence of past clients, or maybe it's a neighbor. They recognize you. That is a essentially, again, it, what you're doing is you're closing the loop of communication. You're doing something that's going to reinforce the proactive lead generation. And it makes it so you're that much more confident, that much more powerful. That's one of the hidden things that comes from uh, doing the social stuff is it reinforces confidence. It reinforces you taking more actions. It reinforces you doing more of the, uh, the proactive lead generation because then those two things hand in hand will make it so that you're much more engaged in your real estate business, much more engaged with helping other people and frankly being of service to other people. Yes. Another thing is that when you do one video, you can post it in multiple places. So it's not just going to be on YouTube. They, maybe they never go to YouTube. They only go to Facebook. So it's, I think it's efficient when you get it done right. Okay. Point number three, realtor video posts should increase your presence online so that when people search about real estate in your town, you're more likely to pop up as the agent they're looking for. You'll have a professional image for when somebody is comparing you to the other agents that they may be considering. Maybe they know the other two agents a little bit better than you, but you were referred to them by their neighbor and they feel good about their neighbor. They're just going to check you out and make sure that you are what they think you are. You don't want to have a bunch of non-filled out profiles and inconsistent posts or not have posted in two years. This helps you tighten that. You will get buyer leads from strangers from social. It'll be very rare that you get any decent seller leads that are strangers from social. So again, just keep this in mind and have realistic expectations. Uh, again, ultimately, this is the ultimate way to, that's a lot of ultimates right there in it one is. sentence, it must right? Be good. Yeah, it is. It must <laughs> be good, right? This is the way to reinforce the centers of influence and past clients. Um, that those relationships at the highest of levels. Yes. So point number four, realtor social media posts should support your proactive real estate activities, like highlighting your new listings, congratulating clients you've just helped showcasing communities that you specialize in. So again, it's in support of, and why is that? We talk about this quite frequently. Remember that more than 87% of realtor choices really you know, service provider choices, but you guys fall into that. They are made based on who the prospect already knows or as the result of a referral from a trusted friend or advisor. Your job is to be that agent who they already know and to use your social media to help that along. Back Go ahead. Okay. So, you know, that's, that's basically our, our four points for today. We, we quote this all the time, this 80 87%, it's like 87.5% or something. They always do the same survey. They always get the same results. When somebody has a choice to make, 
First, they say, who do I already know? Well, let's walk them through that because that yeah. is a great, I see the point you were trying to make with yeah. that and it is really powerful. Mm -hmm. So this is a, it, this research has been done dozens of times. You guys can research uh, this on your own. It's been done by major universities, businesses, um, and it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating. Now we don't get, we don't remember the numbers exactly. And frankly, when you read the different reports, the numbers are different, but here's this, the process. Let's say today you have to um, hire a roofer and many of the longtime listeners, you know, there's tens of, well, there's you know, obviously been millions and millions of you that have downloaded and listened to this podcast. So you've heard this story before, but it's incredibly important. You remember this because then you can really have your head screwed on straight about really the place that, that videos and social really have in your life and in your business plan. All right. So here it is. You have to hire a roofer and you know, it's your roof. The roof is leaking. It's a real problem. You got to hire a roofer. How are you going to go about, listeners, deciding who it is that you're going to hire uh, as your roofer? You're going to go through, either consciously or subconsciously, a series of questions. Question number one is, do I know a, ro a roofer? Do I know somebody who I have used in the past, who's done a good job, that I would use uh, again? Obviously, that would be a repeat customer for the roofer. You would be the repeat customer. Mm -hmm. So that would be a very you know powerful, that's your first line of defense when trying to get your roof fixed. I'm going to go right to the roofer I've used in the past. Now, maybe the roofer's been smart and he's been keeping in front of you over the, you know, between the roofing repairs and you uh, are easily remembering him opposed to trying to search your minds for that guy with the pickup truck that fixed your roof last time. Hopefully he's done a good job of staying top of mind for you. But here nor there, that's the first question. Now, if you don't know a roofer or if you don't remember the guy's name because he didn't do any good job, he did, he did a terrible job staying on top of, you know, in communication with you after the last roof repair, then what you're going to do is you're going to go to the next source of uh, essentially uh, where most people go. You don't know a roofer, so you're going to ask a trusted friend or advisor for a roofer referral that they might have. And that's, again, the next natural progression that everybody makes. Digital marketing, uh, Yelps, and all these other things did not change that behavior and enhanced it. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frame this out for you guys. And I want you to think about your own behavior too, because it is very fascinating. So then you don't know somebody, you're going to then ask a trusted friend or advisor. Then if the trusted friend or advisor doesn't know somebody, then you're going to basically start Googling and you might respond to some marketing message or something like that. That assumes you don't go to your next trusted friend or advisor too. Right, exactly. You know? But so what's, what happens ultimately is that the advertising is going to make up something, it's less than 10% or right around 10% of all the available leads are essentially going to people running ads. So 90% or, you know, Julie said 87%, she's probably right, of all the people who are making decisions who to hire roofers are either using a roofer they used in the past or getting a roofing referral from a trusted friend or an advisor. And then the rest of them, you know, the eight or 10 or whatever percent are then deciding that they're going to hire a roofer based on an ad. And I think it's fascinating if you remember that because then the question always, you have to ask yourself this question. So if you know that virtually everybody is making a decision based on the first two you know, decision uh, buckets, why would you spend so much time and effort and all your hopes, prayers, and ambitions on the third bucket, which is going to maybe get you a 10% opportunity at the marketplace? And by the way, that's where all the competition is. All the competition mm -hmm. is going to be doing the passive stuff. All the competition is going to be doing the ads and the fancy you know, surveys and all this other digital online stuff. And why do they do that? Because they perceive it's easier than actually learning how to be a proactive lead generator. So social is something that should be used to reinforce you 
As, remember I said the roofer, had he done a good job staying in contact with you? He should have been using social to stay on, on, on top of you. And remember, you didn't know a roofer, so then you would go to your centers of influence and past clients. Same thing. The social is going to reinforce the essentially what you know essentially the centers of influence and past clients and the proactive lead generation don't look at it as the pointy end of the stick it's too expensive it's too inconsistent you know when julie and i were researching this series that we're going to be doing for you guys and the content we're putting on premiere for all of you um, it is incredible the amount of change that happens on a regular basis with all these platforms like youtube so you could spend an enormous amount of time or money even worse creating all these YouTube videos and then have them never actually show up anywhere, have nobody ever watch them or even worse. And I saw this, have a whole bunch of views in like 2018 and now nobody sees them because something changed in the you know YouTube algorithm and now none of your videos get seen or you got replaced or, you know, you guys get the point. Well, the Instagram stuff disappears after what, a day and a half, it yeah. gets pushed away. Well, there's been lots of examples of things that, did, you know, all this, so it goes back to one of our Harris rules. Don't build a mansion on land that you don't own. And I realize in business, and so what's the, you know, think through that. So don't build a house, don't build your future on land that you don't own, because obviously the landowner can just decide to take their land back and they also get your house along the way. Well, that's what happens when you build your business that's not based on skills or being a proactive lead generator. Hopefully all of you get this. And here's the thing that I think um, is impossible for me to really truly uh, convey to all of you, because it seems like I'm making it up, like it's not true, but it's so true. The stuff that is the passive stuff, the social stuff especially, the learning how to make really good videos and all this other you know, social networking stuff, doing it consistently, takes vastly more time and vastly more effort um, and vastly more worry, frankly, and has vastly less, cons no consistency really with the results that you're gonna get versus learning how to be a proactive lead generator. You cannot, with uh, anything that's passive, wake up every single day and uh, essentially say, I'm going to set a listing appointment today, let alone take a listing. You cannot do that with the passive stuff, with social, with YouTube videos, with all the rest of it. But you can if you learn how to be a proactive lead generator. Now, I want you to think about this. You learn how to be a proactive lead generator and you're going to then, you know, maybe you're, it's a, um, let's just say it's a, a FISBO that's in your market and an unrepresented owner that's in your market. Well, that unrepresented owner is going to be somebody that's going to most likely list the house with you. If you know what to say, how to say it, take some skills. But by the way, the conversations you'll have with all the proactive lead generation sources, and we teach you over 20 in the premier coaching program, it's always the same conversation happening in the exact same order. So yes, it's a little tricky and a little nerve wracking, and you're going to have to get past your ego and a lot of other things when you start doing it. But after not as long as you might think, it actually becomes easy. And then after it becomes easy, it actually becomes boring because you're realizing that you're saying the same thing every time. They're saying the same thing every time. You then get better and you get better and you get better. And then you start setting appointments consistently. You start pre-qualifying. You start setting appointments. You start becoming a true real estate professional. Now, if you're doing all of that and you're reinforcing your relationship and yourself as a professional on social to that market where that house happens to be to the neighbors, you've got something that's really magical. They And I remember when Julie and I were doing both and we were doing both, um, you know, we did, well, see all the social media stuff really came about um, in really the late 90s in mm -hmm. essence. And I remember people, Julie and I would prospect, we would proactively lead generate. And I, in our, and I remember this very clearly in New Albany, there would be expireds or just normal sources of business. And we would call them 
And because they knew us from all the other ways that, you know, we've connected with them passively, when we made that call, we had an unfair advantage on that phone call because they already saw us as the absolute runaway experts. And I'll, yeah. it, what really is surprising is that how many of the sellers were not just surprised that they were, I know this sounds like a big egoy mess. I'm just telling you guys the truth. This is what you'll experience too. I was always surprised how many of those sellers were, it wasn't, we didn't even have to actually try to win the listing, even if we were competing, because we built up such a reputation of that they were, uh, that they saw us as the real estate experts. The very fact that we called about their expired listing personally, and some of these houses that we would list were multi-million dollar properties in Columbus, Ohio at the time, and New Albany, Ohio, well, hell still, those are incredibly valuable properties. We would call them and they'd be like, you know, you could hear, sometimes they'd actually say it. I can't believe you guys are calling us directly or, you know, they, you, they would say it afterwards after you were at their house, but that only happens when one is reinforcing the other. Yes. Now, would they have ever called us? Had we never called them, had they, their listing just expired and maybe they know us from social or maybe they know us from direct mail or they know us from the passive things. So they sort of know us from our marketing and advertising, but they don't know us personally. Would they have called us once that listing expired? No. They wouldn't have, but when we called because the listing expired, because then they felt like they already knew us from all the passive stuff we were doing, it was an unfair advantage. And I want all of you guys to experience that as well. Yes, and when you do the proactive stuff first, it's amazing how much more quickly your skill level increases, right? So if you take an agent who's done nothing but wall-to-wall -wall videos and social posts for two years, right? And versus somebody who has kept themselves on the phone and in real meetings and real conversations, and they've had a little bit of rejection, but a lot of success as well. That agent who's been proactive, their skill level is going to be so much more honed in that they're going to know what to do when the phone does ring versus somebody who spends all of their time doing the passive stuff kind of praying to the real estate gods and running on hopium where, okay, let's say that their phone does ring. They have yet to build the skill to sift and sort, to use pre-qualification scripts, to get their pre-listing package in line. And so, so what if that gives them a little inkling? They may not even see it when it comes in. The skill level that you get happens to you so much more quickly. I, I think about, you know, we were just talking about Ziggy in New York and Chris Leon in Chicago. They're great examples of, of people who have actively gone after it and seen a huge increase in their business well, and along with their skill level. But those are relatively new agents, right? Absolutely. I mean, when we started coaching them, I don't think okay. either one of them had been in the business for a year. Well, Ziggy was part-time. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And Chris was coming from uh, his own investments mostly. It, it, right. Rental properties. And mm -hmm. and Ziggy is listing, I don't even know. I mean, how many houses? I think she's got like 10 pending and 12 actives. Exactly. Like and she does all, and she gets them all passively, yep. but she reinforces yep. those relationships with the past. Yeah. She gets them all proactively, but yep. she reinforces those those proactive contacts with her passive marketing. That's right. It's so much more powerful. Well, so what happens is when you do both, because you shouldn't be doing one or the other, if you right. had to choose, of course, be proactive. But when you do both, your example of when we were, would go to those listings in New Albany, after a while, it's almost like you are part of their center of influence. Yep. And then you've closed the gap on the who do you know, right? And so I, when you were talking about that, I was thinking uh, the coaching calls that we've had about you know, there's nothing that makes a grizzled veteran more angry than thinking that they had a listing in the bag because, you know, they're successful and they should have it coming. And they find out they listed with what they would call a no name, right? And why does that person get it? Because they were the one when the seller said, who do I already know? That one, it was somebody from their center of influence, right? So your job is to be the person they know or be the person that they're referred to. And I think agents, especially after a while, start to forget that 
because they don't have those same uh, experiences, right? They, you know, as making that decision. So guys, listen, thank you for joining us today. Again, this is Tim and Julie Harris and this podcast or YouTube channel is Real Estate Coaching Radio. Please remember to like and subscribe, add comments. And Julie and I are going to enjoy uh, responding to a lot of the comments in YouTube and questions. Anything you've got, any suggestions you have, help us build the YouTube channel out. And remember guys, definitely join Premier Coaching. It is the next natural progression, next natural step. Make this really what will be a historic economic and housing shift. Your market because of all the uncertainty. Make it so that you're the person that builds the best, you know, you're going to build an amazing real estate career, have an amazing future because of the fact that you're going left when everybody else is going right. You guys get it? That's because you're going to know how to build a very profitable real estate business because of the shifting market. The best way for you to do that that we know of certainly is text the word premier to 47372. Text the word premier to 47372. If you're outside of the continental United States, just go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. And of course, there's links to sign up in the YouTube uh, description and also on Spotify and on iTunes. But do join Premier Coaching, guys. It's the next natural step for all of you. Remember when texting message and data rates may apply. So tomorrow we're going to pick up where we left off today. We are going to present to you guys uh, over the next, I don't know, two or three podcasts, exactly how to create, we're going to focus on YouTube primarily, how to create a relatively short, very powerful video that's designed to reinforce you as a real estate expert, that's designed to reinforce the proactive lead generation efforts that we teach you how to do in Premier Coaching. And so that essentially you guys won't have to think about, okay, I got to create a video. What the hell is it going to be about? Nope, this is the video. These are the three points we want you to cover in the video. And then you're just going to make that into an assembly line. And you don't need to fancy anything. I mean, you need an iPhone, ideally. Uh, you don't even need a mic, frankly. Your iPhone's got a killer mic on it. Your iPhone's got a 4K camera in it. You're good to go. All you've got to do is actually make the effort. And if you aren't comfortable being on camera, you know what? That's fine. Don't be on camera, but instead essentially videotape out facing out of whatever it is that you're presenting or you're, you're featuring in your video. We'll work all that through you guys. Don't be sheepish or afraid of this, uh, these concepts. These are things that once you start doing them and once you start feeling yourself being reinforced because people are actually seeing you as an expert, you're making the call, you're getting the appointment. You essentially have built this relationship prior to you getting there because of your marketing. That's an incredibly powerful combination. And that's where we're going to get all of you guys in the podcast. And of course, with Premier Coaching, you have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.